2: everyone. I have a special guest tonight. I'm so excited to introduce to you my friend, Amy Gillespie-Dordi. Now, (laughs) I've heard so many people say her last name completely wrong, and I thought I'd stick the...
3: The Irish
2: in there, right? (laughs) Well, I'll I'll tell
3: you the thing. So there are many, many Doherty's in our world, wonderful people. Mm -hmm. And we actually come from an origin that was O-Dockertag, D-O-C-H-T-A-I-G-H from Northern Ireland. So we actually go by Doherty. Um, Dr. just T. like some people are Laughlin and some are Laughlin or McLaughlin or McLaughlin, so mm-hmm. there are two pronunciations. If you talk to people in Ireland, they will confirm, depends on what town uh-huh. what county you're in. There's two, there are two pronunciations, but but we do go by Docherty. But you you did a wonderful job with Gillespie, and so many people. Wrong. So many people wrong. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: so uh, oh. There's, there's even new people on here tonight. I want to say hi to, to a few people. I want to let you know that I probably won't be giving readings because Amy and I will be talking a little bit and be talking about the books that we did together, how we met um, and different things. But I really wanted to get Amy on here because you still have a chance to get in on our huge ancestral summit and all the interviews that she has done for that. So I wanna say hi to Shaman Bob and Richard and Tiffany, of course, (laughs) even though we already did. Linnell. if I miss anybody, I apologize. I'm not sure who Justice for All is, but that's cool. Hi, and Mary is here, yay. (laughs) I don't know, have you met Mary yet? is it mary Uh, mary no um oh my gosh she's gonna kill me because i forgot her last gundrum mary gundrum i have met mary gundrum Mm -hmm. i thought you might have
3: yep we've been at shows together
2: (laughs) yeah yeah so i am missing doing shows back east because i miss all my friends back there but they get to see each other, so maybe you'll meet Robin too. She's also one of the show, <laughs> um, one of the people that does shows on, on uh, Goldilocks Productions. So, oh, so this is super fun for me. <laughs> Amy can Amy Amy and I connected through the Illuminate Festivals first, right?
3: Correct, correct. Out east, out here.
2: Yes. Yes. And I can't remember which one, but I knew that right away. Knew I loved her. She's amazing. <laughs> it was a mutual thing. It was mutual.
3: It might've been, might been Illuminate Ocean City in Maryland. Maybe it may have um, been. It was, it was one out on the East coast and, uh, and you were singing people into wellness and you were sounding fabulous. You were just across from me.
2: <laughs> which I still do i still have a blast with that so and that's that's really what a lot of my show is about normally but tonight i wanted to have you on and have you tell people a little little bit about the summit so that they can understand a little bit more about why they might want to get on and buy that
4: So.
3: terrific well um i'll just do a, a quick spiel they might want to because it's so cheap <laughs> it's just nine dollars right. and ninety nine cents. and it gets you access to over 100 podcasts and interviews as well as all kinds of online tools of how to create your own interactive experiences with your ancestors and so everything from planting a family tree to doing um Healing songs as you do, and getting connected by singing the songs of the old days, as well as other kinds of sensory meditation. Um, And how to write your own decree, your own like Native American decree with your ancestors. There's like all these wonderful tools. There's over a hundred interviews and podcasts. Every one of them includes what was your most unique ancestral experience. Um, how did you come to get to know your ancestors? How did you get involved with your ancestors? So it's a wealth of wonderful information. And like I said, it's just nine ninety nine 99 with access until June 30th. And then at that point, we're going to start rolling new podcasts out about more amazing ways to hook up and connect with your ancestors.
2: That will be amazing as well. Yes. So Amy asked me to be in these books. And when I first was asked, I thought... I really don't know if I do much with ancestry, but (laughs) she was the one that convinced me in the first place that I did when we met at that show. She kept saying, wow, ancestral moment, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) I had been so concentrated on past lives uh, because of my astrology, I suppose, but uh, that I didn't realize that I was doing ancestral things too. But w- my chapter in the first book is about how those two connect and yeah. how energetically yeah. you can pull the hub between the two and erase a lot of the feelings and and deep emotion around uh, your traumatic experiences from your ancestors and also from different lifetimes. So yeah. this... Oh, uh,
3: the books are so all built on that, how to heal those old patterns, how to recognize wow. them and then heal them.
2: Yes. And bring
3: the magic up. Yay. <laughs> right? well, it, uh, because ancestors can be a blast. I actually had one of our authors say to me after I did her podcast, she said, you know, Amy, it just came to me that you like your ancestors. <laughs> and I, said, yeah, I do. I thought we all did. And she said, well, I've always kind of thought of them as something that had to be healed and had to be fixed and all this. And um, I said, oh, no, I said, you know, yeah, there's some healing opportunities. But when you start really interacting, there's just a wealth of wonderful experiences waiting for you. Just all kinds of amazing things can happen.
2: That's very true. And I love that we, (laughs) we had so much fun and we went through several like, probably tons of ancestral moments, especially you, Amy, (laughs) getting us all to write those. But I know I had a few of them that I needed to get over as well. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty public person, but I didn't. I didn't uh, recognize that if I wrote personal experiences down, then that wasn't necessarily allowed in my ancestry. I had to really have Amy's help in getting over that. So it's amazing what's back there that you don't know about necessarily.
3: Yes. And and I did reach your eyes. And now you say that I do remember that. So many people have um, an ancestral pattern they may not be aware of, where their ancestors got into big trouble over something they either signed or personal papers that someone else got into, like a diary or journal. And so when you go to write, like for a book or something, or people, you know those people who struggle with their thesis for like a decade? They, they all <laughs> have that old ancestral pattern. Their ancestors got into a really big trauma. I mean, big, not like I can't get my thesis done, but like, I signed something and now I'm being hung for treason, right? Or my family members are being hung for treason, right? And so they went right. through a really strong trauma. And so for us, as soon as we go to sign our name to something, we're like, Ooh, you know, Ooh, and that was <laughs> you were like writing and you're like, Amy, I don't know about this. I don't know. I'm like, just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. Because once you beat that pattern, it gets so easy. and three books and two journals later here we are marcia
2: right (laughs) and i wanted well i wanted to point out that amy behind her has a lot of the copies of the books but i have my favorite was the journal and we have won the cover award for this journal as well and um, Amy, may, maybe you can talk a little bit about the Culver Award, but this journal was so much fun for me to write in because I got to do some some extra chapters. And what it is, is for each week, we have a prompt for you so that you can connect more with your ancestry and, and really appreciate that a lot more. So um, I, had, I had a lot of fun doing that one. <laughs> love the journals. So, I love them.
3: They were designed for either an individual like yourself, as you said, to go each week and then have step-by-step instructions or a prompt to tell you, okay, let's consider this aspect of our ancestors. And then, you know, you can think about it that week and do the activity. Or the way it was really designed is for the whole family to do it, to sit down on Tuesday night and explore the prompt. And then, you know, throughout the week, do the prompt. And then the next like Monday night at dinner, sit down and talk about what happened. And so maybe the seven-year-old did an activity where they colored for their prompt. And maybe the 15-year-old wrote a song or went out in nature and did whatever. And then the idea is to journal in that book that you have kind of what was the favorite experience or a little bit about the experience and then hand it down to the children, the great-grandchildren the great-great-great-grandchildren for all the posterity. Here's our great-great-grandmother reaching out to her ancestors and here's what happened. And to keep that as a family keepsake. So you could do it once, you could do it every year, right? Every year you could just start over with the 52 weeks. Um, There is a new journal coming out that actually is out, but going into the Cover awards. So as Marcia said, we did win the COVA award which is the Coalition of Visionary Resources. And we brought home the gold in anthologies and in journals. It was voted on by over 15,000 people around the globe. And, um, you know, when it came up as gold, somebody should have probably been there videoing because I was like, we got the gold, we got the gold. (laughs) (laughs) And then we wanted a second time. I mean, we all know, walk into any Barnes & Noble and there are a million journals to choose from. When Mm -hmm. we won the gold in journals, I was just... I was so blown away. Anyway, it's just so ancestral. There was so much ancestral blessing behind that. And this is your ancestors screaming, I want you to do this. I want you to meet with me every week and let's talk. Let's get to know each other. And uh, yeah, bringing the gold was fantastic. So this year we're looking forward to going back into the cover with the new journal and with the full book series, all four books. So from April 3rd to the 21st, the voting will be happening. And um, I'd love to see us bring home the people's choice and the people's choice means that of all the products that are in the cover awards or the cover awards that our product was voted on by the most people overall. And I think with, with the full book series of all four books being in there, I think winning the people's choices is, is is the possibility, especially with our ancestors behind us, just to really tell people, hey, this is possible. You can do so much right. more than a DNA test. Nothing against DNA testing, but you can do so much more than a DNA test or your genealogy. Or if you're someone who just has no links to your past, this is a great way to get in and interact and actually get to know your ancestors because they live inside you. So it's a
2: wonderful thing. Right, right. And I think everybody on here might be interested in joining COVER because it seems like a really good organization to be involved in. They're all about, um, uh, uh, well, maybe you can say more because you've been a member for a while, but it looked like they were all about helping the mind, body, spirit industry and and um, getting people more involved in that. So You nailed it. You
3: nailed it. So to join Cover is free. Um, they do ask that you are in the mind, body, spirit industry, and they have all kinds of wonderful, um, not only blogs, podcasts, but they have a lot of resources even for the free members. And also when the um, when the Cover or the Cover Awards happen from April third to April twenty first, those who are members get I think it's sixty percent more vote than general public. So mm-hmm. a little bit of weighted. Uh, weighted scaling in there. Now you can become a full member. And I believe, um, the one full membership is $80. And that includes having access to their full mailing list. Um, you know, we just talked about 15,000 people around the globe, right? It's really a massive and wonderful organization. And then there's another VIP, um, program. I think it's 175 a year, but that one includes like actual business and marketing, um, like business meetings to sit down and help coach you through what you're doing with your business. So again, um, if you go to cover, C-O-V-R.org. Um, they've got the memberships in there. They've got you know about the awards coming up in April and all of that. But they're a great organization. They really support and bring together the world of people working in mind, body, and spirit, and all aspects—not just authors, but jewelers and musicians, and 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 those doing oracles and tarots and pretty much anyone who's involved in in mind, body, spirit. It's a great organization.
2: Yes, I saw that. I might, I might put some of my creations on there. I got, I got another wand done and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would shit. be a beautiful, yep. That is a <laughs> total cover item. That is absolutely, yeah. I mean, I voted, I have voted for
3: many years. It is definitely a definite uh, cover item. Oh,
2: that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So this beautiful. one is, this one belongs to a friend of mine already. She found the the wood and the redwood forest, and uh, I'm not—I'm sh- not positive that it's redwood. I couldn't really identify it, but but it does have—I don't, maybe it's stunning. Oh, you can see. Well, actually, in this camera, you can see more of the the um, <laughs> stones that I put in there, but mm-hmm. um, but it does have lichen all over it as well. So. Cool. So it's really. alive. It is alive.
3: <laughs> okay. it's like a chia pet wand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's own personality. Does it have a name?
2: It does not. I I allow them to name them if they want to name them. I'm nice. just starting to um, uh, to make cases for them as well, and I Ooh. I haven't exactly figured out. Right. Yeah. Tiffany says, Now I want another one, a Chia Pet one. <laughs> That's it's wonderful.
3: wonderful. <laughs> it's magical, right? It's live. Come on. It
2: is. It is very, yeah. <laughs> right? Love that.
3: It'd be perfect in Cover. It'll be just an absolute perfect addition.
2: That would be wonderful. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that amy does that i find very unique is that she her business is called irogenics. and she gives you an eye reading of the iris of the eye well the whole eye really um it's not exactly the same as what iridology is in my experience anyway i found that the reading that she gave me was entirely different than anything i'd ever had before and i've been trained in in iridology a bit anyway so could you I'm gonna say that um, that the reading that she gave me was dead on accurate (laughs) absolutely everything that she said in the reading was very true about everything that I knew from my family lineage so um, but she found it all in my eye and I find that absolutely fascinating so can you tell us a little more about what you do and how you do it?
3: <laughs> well, I will also say it's absolutely fascinating to me. i I'm, I'm not. I mean every every pair of eyes that you bring up, it's it's a whole new world. Um, new discoveries, new images. so the the basic structure of the eye is there at three days of birth. Our eyes are the one thing that's full size when we're born. Everything else we grow into, even our brain grows, but our eyes, that's why babies look like they have such big eyes because they're full size. And um, when you're looking in there, you can look at the gifts, talents, traumas, unresolved traumas of our ancestors. You're basically seeing kind of the blueprint of who you were born to be. Now, of course, we can alter a blueprint, right? We can we can change colors and change carpet and change wallpaper for paneling or whatever. And, and we can say, well, we're going to move this bedroom over here and add a bonus room. So there can be some shifts in our personality in those first couple of years that can sometimes leave a couple of, of new markings in the eyes. But for the most part, 95% of who we were born to become is marked there right at the very, very beginning. And it's just, as you said, it's so accurate. I even shake my head at it. I was working with a gal not too long ago and she had a big mark in escape, you know, an escape. You can imagine, let me up, let me go, let me out, right? (laughs) Either being physically trapped, trapped in a marriage, trapped in something you volunteered to do that you're thinking, oh my gosh, get me out of this. Whatever trapped and escape is to you. She had this big marking in escape. And I said, wow, your ancestors had some challenge with escape. And she said, well, I guess so. She said, you know, I was... The only person to survive both twin tower bombings. Now I'd forgotten there were two. I'd completely oh forgot. And she directed me to the magazine article about her, and she survived the first one and went back to work in the buildings. And wow. she the second one. And I was like, Yeah, that's that's escape. That that'll work. That fits that marking right there. So <laughs> it's cow. amazing. It's amazing that it's all there. I got into it wanting to work with kids with self-esteem and suicide patterns to help them understand that, you know, we all, I shouldn't say we all, but so many of us have come to this idea that because I'm the common denominator, because it happens to me over and over and over again, it's my fault, especially as we work in this whole world of manifesting. It's like, well, if I didn't manifest getting those 20 pounds off, it's my fault. I did something wrong. Well, the trauma and the response that come to us is really largely triggered by what our ancestors went through. So it's very much like our own very specific evolution. If I have ancestors who were threatened by snakes and I marry someone who loves snakes and their ancestors had no problem with snakes, but they were threatened by spiders, we're going to have these triggers firing off. And you can bet we're going to hit each other's triggers you know what i mean we're going to be hitting each other's triggers as we go and triggering more and more things but is there for us to say is this really still a trauma for us or do i have new tools in 2022 2023 that say this no longer threatens us this no longer causes drama and trauma in our world right so you know those people who you, I mean, if you can't figure out your own ancestral stuff, just look at anybody you know. And you know, those people, you never listen to me. Why can't you hear me? Right? They're going off. And the next person is like, they never listen to me. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why don't they ever listen? And then the next person is like, they never listen to me anyway. I'm just going to leave them a text right? That's the person who's healed the pattern. So when you see people going off, they're in an ancestral trauma. They're in an ancestral response. Put a little love on their ancestors in the moment. Put a little love on everybody. You know, if you're the one who triggered them, you did it for them to say, oh yeah, this still causes me drama and trauma, (laughs) right? And if it's something like not being listened to, you can have someone who listens to everybody all the time, every single time. But that one time, they'll be, like, not listening to you at all just because they're there to kind of hit that trigger, right? And then you're back there going, it's me, it's me. And you know how kids are. I mean, and not just kids. You know people not being listened to, people get killed over this, right? People get shot or right. stabbed because somebody wasn't listening, and they're mad. And mm. and same thing, as I said, with kids, they're so traumatic. They're so emotional. There's such a huge emotional space that for them to understand that, whoa, just a minute, I got to breathe for a second. I just for a second got to un-unplug this, disengage from it, and go. Wait a minute, this is ancestral. I'm just going to breathe through this for like five minutes, and then I'm going to rethink: is this really an issue, or does it really not matter? You know. And if you can just interject, you can just interject so somebody doesn't get shot, right? Right. I mean, that's cool. yeah the whole name of the game. And and people are running around not considering that these could be ancestral triggers, right? Just going, right. And, going. and you've got a treasure map. You've got a tra- treasure map right in your eyes. Which is the greatest.
2: <laughs> and I don't know how well you can see it, but Amy has a treasure map. That's so beautiful because she's got two different colored eyes which I found fascinating. When I met her, I was like, wow. And you take eye pictures. Of course you do. (laughs) You know, the classic
3: funny thing about that is I don't like people pictures. I'm like a native American about it. I think
4: Mm.
3: I just, I don't know. I got a thing about, about, about people's pictures. So the fact that I take eye photos is really kind of, kind of funny. Um, Because I feel like you see someone in one picture and they look horrible. And then another picture, another camera, a different angle, and they look the greatest. And it's like, who or what is the real person? And so for me, I hate having other people's photos. I get them back to them as fast as I can, like hot potatoes. And my mom just recently passed away and she had tubs of photos in her attic. We've been going through these for years And at her funeral, at the funeral home, I put out tubs of all these pictures with the family names on them. And I was like, get your pictures now, (laughs) please. I do not want to throw these away. I'm like, they were from vacations, they were from, we had some priests, you know, his when he became a priest picture from like 19, I don't know, 55, 57. I was like, take these pictures take the yearbooks, take it all, please. I don't want these over here. So it's kind of funny that I do eye photos, but you know, I got introduced to it in a, in a unique way and it's been fantastic. And also the little known thing is that when you take that macro photo, you will actually see images of your ancestors doing what they did back in the day. If they were on stage performing dance, if they were, a midwife delivering babies if they were a train conductor with a hat um, lots of hats lots of uniforms to show us who and what they were and what they were doing hairstyles um so you get a chance to kind of see what period maybe what country what nationality a little bit that part was the big surprise and it's the part of it that's so kind of woo-woo that I can't really explain. I can kind of go through some of the why the personality stuff is there, why the trauma stuff is there. But when it comes to why does your great-grandfather show up in your eye, the best I can do is what the Walgreen girls say, Amy, what you do is creepy cool. They're just (laughs) there. And that's why we capture the photo. We capture it specifically so that you can look at it over and over and over again.
2: Yeah. I know I – Helped a friend of mine get her eye pictures taken, and we were having a bit of a problem because I hadn't looked at exactly what I needed. So we were trying to use two different phones to take the photos, and the lighting wasn't quite right. But in that, (laughs) a a really unique photo came up, and he sent it back to me, blown up, and it it had one of her ancestors in it, just like that. And I think wasn't she doing a painting? Mm -hmm. just like Kelly Partridge does. Oh, (laughs) it was so,
3: so cool. (laughs) Right? It's true. It's true. Another one of our authors and an amazing artist gifted. And yeah, it's true. It's sometimes when a picture doesn't come out, it's exactly, there was an ancestor that had a hand in it. It's exactly what you needed because that little bit of fuzz, that little bit of out of focus is enough to pop an image or a reflection of an image that you might not have caught in another picture i used to get really hot about my pictures i'd be like oh my gosh i didn't get this right i didn't get it and then you know, I'd be like oh my gosh there's this man over here there's this woman over here and who's the guy with the curly hair or the person with the fluffy shirt you know um and so sometimes having that image be just a little bit off turns out to be kind of a great thing there's a uh, just a very small gallery on the Erogenics website or the irogenics website and i know She'll have the, the link up or you'll have the link up at the at the end. But when they go in there, there's a gallery that has some of the images so you can get a look at like, you know, oh, thank you. That was really good.
4: <laughs> um,
3: so you'll get a chance to go in there and take a look at some of the ancestral images and be like, wow, people have these show up in their eyes. Some people, they're very, very soft. All of them are like someone took a a colored pencil and drew in your eye. So if you've got a blue eye, it's going to look like a blue colored pencil or a white, maybe a white colored pencil. If it's a brown eye, it's going to look like a brown colored pencil on brown, or like a number two pencil. And you wish they would have sharpened it, right? They're soft, but sometimes they're so exact. It's it's like a, it's like a, right out of a black and white sepia photograph from back in the day. And those who really want to be seen, let me tell you, they will be seen. They, I've had some really bold images show up that you're like, oh my goodness, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah so again I'm i ado- I'm adopted and again it's really fun for those who don't know anything about their background it gives you a place to kind of start cultivating that relationship that's already going on <laughs> it's been going on your whole life you got 11 generations of ancestors inside your DNA it is already going on anything weird bizarre mm-hmm. unique anything that happens to you over and over anything people say oh only marsha or only amy um, anything that was going on up to age 8 to 10, it's all ancestral. It's all ancestral. So it was just a matter of looking at it with some new eyes and making friends with those folks, because they're here anyway. They're in there. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I know that we've, we've touched on trauma a little bit, but I want to touch on the fact that I, I mean, there was some trauma involved in this, but my magic, my my singing voice, my uh, my ability to tap into people and really feel into how they are working and what makes them tick, came right from my.
1: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
2: ancestors and um i and i know amy's did too you know so yeah. i have actually um no <laughs> i have farmers in my ancestry and every once in a while i can pull off some farming stuff and i actually live on one but i'm not very good at that what i'm really good at is creating community though and i know that got passed down and uh my great Let's see, my great grandfather and no, two of my great grandfathers were, um, come on. <laughs> Boy, now I'm going to forget the words and, and the things. They were both farmers and blacksmiths. There we go. I was just going to say metal
3: workers, your love for chainmail. Uh, yes. Like, don't forget the chainmail. <laughs> Don't forget the <laughs> chain mail. It was the first thing I thought of when you pulled out that wand. I was like, "Don't forget the metal workers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. We need to honor those guys. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I have a huge passion for for working metal and and I pass that down on to my kids. both of my both of my boys are very good at welding. I never did learn how to weld, but I do do chain mail and I love to do it. I love to wear it. It feels amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of an obsession and I wear it like all the time when I'm in festivals or rent fairs. Uh, I had one guy call me the chain mail lady and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll own that. <laughs> right. It's so true. Right it's so
3: true but i would
2: i would encourage everyone to get in touch with their ancestors and see what gifts they are giving you because they're out there they're definitely out there and the farmers in my in my background as well brought down to me an appreciation for being in the outdoors and for living off the land because that i can do <laughs> I may, may not be able to fix the tractor, but I can plant stuff, grow it, and, eat, and live off of it. So.
3: <laughs> well, and you were in our third book, um, which is all about recognizing and embracing the gifts of your origins. It's the black one with the stars in the circle. Yeah. And in there, um, one of our reviewers is part of the association in the, the UK that creates what's called the Red List red, the red list. Mm -hmm. And the red list is a list of uh, trade skills that are becoming extinct on our planet. And it grows every year. And it's things you wouldn't think of like um, watchmaking, flute making, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. certain things that, you know, they're just nobody does them anymore. And so they hit the endangered list, and then they hit the red list. And so like gold foil, you know, working with gold foil was something that was mm-hmm. huge during the times of mobility and monarchy and all of that. And it's gone now. It's considered extinct. So when you have something that you see on the History Channel and you're like, ooh, <laughs> or on Discovery and you're like, Yes. You know, I can't get enough of that. As you said, chainmail, when you have something you're passionate about, you're hitting the gifts of your ancestors, whether it's the kind of clothes you just can't get enough of wearing, you know, the people that wear steampunk or wear Mm -hmm. um, Western wear, or, you know what I mean? It's, it's all these different um, nuances that we're, they're just part of who we are, but that love, you know, that, just that passion is our ancestors living on within us, and it's really so many times their unrealized intentions, things they meant to get done in their lifetime that maybe they couldn't because maybe they were a woman during a time when she couldn't have her own career, etc. But you know, you are them, and so when you pick up that that piece of chainmail, they're back there going, "Yes, <laughs> right." And <laughs> equally, traumas when you're in the pit and you're like oh, you just, you're a puddle, you're crying, you're screaming, you're screaming at somebody. And then afterwards you're like, oh, your ancestors back there going, oh, that was me. 1657. I was on a ship. I didn't mean for this to go to you. I mean, they are your biggest cheerleading team. So again, and especially for teenagers who are struggling with self-esteem and those things, you've got a team inside of you. Start getting in touch with them because they have a wealth mm-hmm. of gifts and wisdoms to share with you. It's just a matter of connecting. And um, and all of our books are on Kindle. If, if budget's a challenge, they're all there somewhere between $1.99 and $4.99. Um, I think the new journal is going to go down to 99 cents during the voting for cover. Um, like I did with the green one. So the first one I put down to 99 cents during the cover awards. So anybody who wanted to pick it up and play with it could get it for nothing less than a soda. And um, yep. I'm going to do the same with the second journal this year for the cover awards. I'll take it down to 99 cents on Kindle so people can jump in and play with their ancestors.
4: Good
2: deal. Good deal. Hey. Yes. That is fabulous. mm. Mm-hmm. So, hi, everyone. I know Robin's on. Um, we are talking to Amy Gillespie. Do- Dockery. Yep, can't do yeah. it. <laughs> you do. Doherty. Just take a pair of in a T-shirt. Doherty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just don't look at it while you say Doherty. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you probably had ancestors um, who had challenges with Doherty's or Doherty's. Right? <laughs> like that name. yeah. Man.
2: yeah. Yeah, absolutely could have been. (laughs) So yes, we are talking to Amy. And if I have, if you made a donation and you're expecting a reading, I may get to you. I'm not sure. But right now we're talking about everything that Amy does. And if you missed any of it, please go back and watch it from the beginning because it's super exciting for me to have Amy on the show. She's done so much for me to... Build my self de- esteem to build my business to uh, you know help me get on Amazon's bestseller list. Woo hoo! Four times so far,
3: my dear. Four times so far, you got. Well, no, five times. Five times. Five times you've been on Amazon bestseller, and one time so far a Cover Gold Award winner. So hopefully, two more awards right? this year. That's right. Yeah. once you win the cover right it's like winning a grammy once you've won the cover you've won the cover it's it's uh (laughs) it's a lifelong placement on
2: your resume very exciting yes yes i know that um uh, so i'm not sure if you know this amy i made it into a show um into our local theater and uh, we're doing a tribute to rogers and hammerstein and in the program they put in that I'm a best-selling author. And I went, yeah. <laughs> First it's time amazing. on stage for anything like this, but I am a best-selling author. so." <laughs>
3: and you're a wonderful author. Yeah. I, 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 mean, love the, I love the, um, what do I want to say? The vibrance of your writing throughout the books, right? How it's mm. just shifted and melded with where you've been. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to have you do a sound healing with me. I've been super lucky enough to have you do the astrology combination with human design. And Oh my gosh, wherever you got to find that on Marsha's website, find it because she is amazing at it. And that is really a phenomenal gift of yours. Um, And especially when it comes to things like business planning. And I mean, not just like relationships and life and travel and blah, 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 but when it comes to business direction and even, you know, corporate, input of where should I be going and and where should I be taking my energy and where does my energy thrive compared to where's my energy like the toilet bowl and it's, it's on its way out. Right. I mean, it's, you really, really are so gifted at that connected part of connecting that information back and forth, back and forth. And so, yeah, if you get the opportunity guys to have that reading with Marsha, be sure you hit her up for it Um, besides her magnificent wands and, all her other amazing creative endeavors that she's in.
2: Thank you. Well, Amy kind of came up with the idea. I mean, I started doing it and didn't realize it. And, but Amy's really good at pointing out stuff that you're doing that you're not realizing. So (laughs) she said, you know, you're putting together and melding ancestry with the, the astrology. And I hadn't thought about that at all, but But that took me into an entirely different world of um, looking up the, the different relationships between maybe your parents. You know, why do I have such a weird relationship with my mom or or my aunt or whichever it is? And then. And how a bit about how you can come together and, and heal that relationship. And hopefully they're still alive so that you can pass that on both ways, but it does work still (laughs) to do the healing and to have it go back in generations as well. So, so that's super fun as well.
3: It is true. And you when you get to that point,
2: when you become that person who's like,
3: oh, they never listen to me anyway, I'm just going to send them a text. When you've healed that for that ancestor back in 1532, it rolls forward to all these people that you're related to that are descendants off of that ancestor that you don't even know. I mean, you might be like you and I, and we're pretty sure we're probably related. If we ran a DNA test, Marsha, you and I probably have a connection, probably back in Wales would be my guess. Somewhere between Scotland, Mm -hmm. someplace back there, Ireland. We're going to find that connection. Um, There was a girl who did a, um, a science project at school where she compared the genealogy of all the U.S. presidents and all but one were descendants from King John out of England, who was not England's nicest king. But every president up to Trump, did I say that right? Up to Obama. Up to Obama, every one of them, was related to King John, a direct descendant of King John, including both Clintons. The only one who wasn't was wow. Buchanan. So even Obama was. And um, they don't look alike. You don't think no. George Washington looks like Abe Lincoln, looks like Jimmy Carter, right?
4: <laughs> but not at But they're
3: all off that thread. And it's not that many generations back, right? So when you hit that healing right. point, with that ancestor back there, you pull it forward to all these people. And when you start working with your ancestors, all, I mean, things like, like you couldn't find birth records for so-and-so all of a sudden they show up. Right. Mm -hmm. Your mother's missing punch bowl, right. From 1975, suddenly shows up at Christmas one year. And it's like, where's this been? Things that have just been unresolved, unsolved, whatever, all of a sudden, There they are, you know? So no matter what you're doing, you're waiting on a response on a job application, you're trying to get a loan for a car, whatever it is, your ancestors are out there. And they're in here, 11 generations of them. So put them to work, right? (laughs) Ask for
4: some
3: You like, give them a love letter, love on them. When you're going through that horrible moment, even if you know nothing, just be like, I don't know whose this was. But wow, this had to have been horrible in your time. And I'm so sorry. So let's just get through this and let's get on with it. Right? We're in a new world. You're here with me. Let's have some fun and let's resolve this. And there's going to be a whole lot of stuff you're going to get an opportunity to let go of. But it's going to be a lot easier than it ever has been to just let it go.
2: Absolutely. And I know there's a lot of people in this group that... that could use some ancestral support for moving into everybody that they want to be or everything that they want to be. So Robert, for instance, Shaman and Bob uh, talk to your ancestors, yes. you know, maybe light a candle for them, get it, get into your groove and uh, and ask them for for help becoming everything that you need to be. and. I guarantee you that you will find something really unique that runs through your family line that not everybody else does.
3: (laughs) Right, and if you're not sure, ask a friend. (laughs) Somebody else will know, they'll be like, oh yeah, you know what always happens to you? You know, your ink pen runs out every time you're just about to sign a contract. Have you noticed that? you'd be like, no, I never noticed that. It'd be some dorky thing. The dynamics, the dynamics of whatever it is will match what goes on with your ancestors. It'll tie right in there. It'll tie right mm-hmm. in. And Marsha, I have to say, I got some really incredible news a couple weeks ago. There's a hospital in Minneapolis, Hennepin County Medical Center. And crazy enough, my dad had brain surgery there in the 70s. He was hit by a semi and he had two blood clots on his brain and he was, anyway, he was in there having surgery. But um, they have a a lockdown ward for those who have um, mental things going on schizophrenia or suicide or you know where they're they're in the lockup mental ward and they're using our books they're using them for their group therapy isn't that the greatest thing they're having their patients reach out yeah so your stories the things you've written about the things i've written about all 80 plus author artists the 101 chapters and the 104 journal prompts um which is part of those podcasts on the summit (laughs) They, um, they are all they're going through them each week, and having the patients, you know, contemplate the ancestral possibilities, and then come back together as a group in their group therapy
2: and go through that. I'm so excited about that. That is so very cool. And you know, if you want any of these books, I know that Tiffany usually lists my author page, my Amazon author page. (laughs) If you go and look up amy's amazon author page or maybe you you sent a leak i'm not mm-hmm. sure but she's got all of the books i wasn't in the very last one so i i don't have contribution to that one but but yes do you find the books and then the summit is still available for only 9.99 yep
3: $10, <laughs> so $10. Yeah, and there's still people putting in, authors putting in um, resources and freebies and classes coming up and new decks coming out and whatnot. So it's still a great wealth of information. And the podcasts are just, they're just so, they're radio like this. Um, they're, you know, solid sound. And they're just so great to listen to. You know, what was your greatest ancestral experience? What's the what's the coolest thing you can do with your ancestors? If you were going to give people advice about how to connect with their ancestors, what would you what would you tell them? It's just, yeah, it's, it, they're really, really amazing. They're really, a lot of great, yours especially, You're in there, here and there. And you were in our final journal. So, you know, yes. it was, um, yeah, yeah. like I said, I've loved watching your, your writing style take on its very own persona, you know, as it goes forward.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to write some more as well. I am, I'm planning on writing an ebook and, well, probably a few of them. Cause. But some for for a lot of fun, but also for like one especially about fairies that maybe nice. maybe shifts some people's uh, the way some people look at fairies, you know. And nice. uh, I believe, I truly believe that humans are a mix of all different kinds of DNA. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you.
3: I look at eyes all day long. I'm with you on that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely
3: there's definitely different origins, uh-huh. and that's that's what a big part of of the eye reading is well the people you come the origin that you come from, um, they were very tied to this or they were very involved in this, and mm-hmm. you know how long will it take us to be able to prove and put a, a scientific stamp on it? I'm sure it'll be a while, but um, uh-huh. it's still in there. The database is still building. You know, it's like you said, the proof is in your own reading, right? Um, right and so this year I'm I'm still working on but I'm working on an app for people to start being able to read their own eyes I just have decided to cut myself a little grace and and set the uh the launch date for September I was going to try to have it done before the cover awards and then I thought you know Amy (laughs) just breathe for a minute (laughs) so um so I've got shows coming up through June and I thought you know what I'm just going to set it for because people already take their own eye pictures and send them in to me to read. So Mm -hmm. if I can get enough information into an app where people can start putting their photos in and start reading their own eyes, I think that's just a great place to take that.
2: That is amazing. I still would go for the personal eye read though, because Amy has just a boatload of information for you about, (laughs) about yourself, about your eyes, about how things work with you. Uh I'm trying to remember the word that that even just saying it kind of triggers me but <laughs> I know there's a word out there and it's like helping people I was to say was it
3: altruism it. or was it martyrism What was the first one Altruism
2: Altruism Yeah
3: altruistic so altruism is when you give or do something that wasn't asked for and it goes really wrong. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but when, it's, but when it's in your eyes as a trauma, as opposed to a gift, and a lot of times it's both, right? It's marked as a gift, but it's also marked as a, as a trauma. Altruism is a really big thing, it seems, in this time period, because there's very few people where I get to their eyes and they don't have something going on in altruism where somebody gave or did something that just went wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of our authors, her, well, one person I read her grandmother um, gave away her tickets to the Titanic because she wanted to go to a party. And so she gave them to her best friend and lost her best friend on the Titanic. Now we won't know the whole dynamics. Did, did, Did the friend think, I really don't want to go, but she really wants me to. You know what I mean? There's where the true unlocking of the ancestral patterns is, is in the dynamics of what really happened. Or did this gal think, oh, I'm going to give her these tickets and then be like, well, I don't know if I should or not. Or if somebody at the last minute was thinking, I don't know that I should get on that boat. Remember Robert Redford got off the plane that hit the Twin Towers? And immediately called to something else, but he canceled at the last minute and got off the plane. You know, I mean, we don't know the whole dynamics of what went on in that story, but we know it was altruism that went really wrong. And usually, many times, altruism is where someone had to give up a child for adoption or rehoming. Um, And if you've Mm -hmm. ever had to rehome a beloved cat or dog, you probably have an ancestor who had to give up a child. adoption or had to leave them behind when they went to america or send them ahead to america where they did something for their best interest for their best good but in the end it became a huge huge heartache um and it was something that was not asked for it wasn't something that somebody said could you do this for me that's that's always the key to altruism compared to martyrism which is i did this for you right this for you (laughs) <laughs> or the yeah. hero's mark who runs into the fire the one who you know goes to save the day save the people kind of thing so but yeah there's there's some amazing stuff in there born to become the jk Rowling mark one of my favorites um wow. where your life is on one trajectory and at some point it's going to change and you're going to become that inspiring story you know you're going to become sylvester stallone selling his dog to pay for rocky right i mean you're just it's just born to become and it's there it's there from the time you're three days old it's right there and you're like wow something's gonna change right
2: yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know if you um if we told you about the comments section but robin from mm-hmm. robin's cosmic soul food can you see it she said you have beautiful eyes Emmy. what is the pendant on your neck oh.
3: That's so sweet. This is, um, my husband has one of these too. This is from the Maori tribe in New Zealand. And this one is called Koru. It's the unfurling fern. You know, so how fern curls up at night and then opens up. And it's all about new creations and new beginnings. And my husband um, got one for each of us that we wear all the time. All the time. So thank you. That's a beautiful comment.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah and that symbol is everywhere literally
1: <laughs>
2: in right. every, every culture i think and it means a little bit different but mostly the same <laughs> so yeah very cool <clears throat> so if i didn't say it if i i i do want to do if you don't mind amy i want to do a little bit of singing just to help Please people connect do. Please, please, yeah, our ancestors tonight, so just sit back and relax, and I might sing a few things, so I'll try to keep an eye on the time, <laughs> but I'm not going to set an alarm either, so just relax, let your eyes fall shut, and really sink into the music. Ooh.
4: I oh. I love you. I But he Until she <speaking in foreign language>
2: And from this lovely space, we would like to ask our ancestors to light up the DNA, activate the DNA that we need activated to move into everything that we were meant to be with ease and grace. Maybe an evening
4: star shines down upon you. Maybe when darkness falls, your heart will be true You are along the road Oh how far you are
2: from
4: home.
2: Oh, it's seven. I went a little over, but thank you all for being here. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> I love <Okay>. you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And if I didn't get you a reading, I'll catch you next time. I love you all. Have a good night. <laughs>